Hey everybody, welcome to a Crippled Systems Podcast. This is uh, Andy, also known as Major Tusk on the forums. Who's not facing his mic at all. Uh, no, yeah, I, you can see me. <laughs> That's fine. Uh, it's Nathan, a uh, Rydia fan on the forums. I play Mercs, since Andy didn't bother to introduce what he played. Uh, well, he plays literally everything. The man owns every caster in the game, which is pretty retarded. I yeah. do not. Everyone's looking at me. <laughs> That's a hint that it's your turn to introduce I, yourself. Yeah, I guess I, I'm Katie. I am Bad Horse That's on the true. system, although I don't post that often. Uh, I play Circle, and I'm a fairly new player. And I am Jeremy, um, Katie's husband, as it turns out. I play Retribution and Legion, and I am Valiant418 on the forum. You're also very bad. I'm not that mm, bad. You're bad. <laughs> not that bad. Okay. I beat you after You're Jeremy bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. Anyway, next... Or last. Say the best for last. One in the last chronologically, first in our hearts, <laughs> the king of the Madison meta. <laughs> I wish. No, uh, this is Brian Cartage for you on the forum, and I'm currently playing Cricks. So there. He was playing Scorn last year. But that was last year. That's true. It's long ago. Now he's selling his Scorn. Any, uh, any buyers? <laughs> trying to convince Jordan. You gotta plug it. Buy my scorn. Things. Two grand. You can have a big pile of scorn. All of it in a big bag. I'll, just, sh- I'll shake it in a print. Put baggie. it in a brown paper bag Done. and just shake it violently yeah. and then mail it to him. I'll put it in a. It's a burlap sack. Yeah. Yeah, a free sack. Uh, Sacco scorn. I will pay for the sack. On my <laughs> there may be a bent flag when it's all done. You'll pay for it, but the price went from 2000 2050 right? <laughs> <laughs> That's an expensive burlap sack. That is an expensive burlap sack. I usually get them like two for a buck in my burlap sackatorium. Yeah? Yeah, there's okay. one of those down down the street. How many sacks do you buy? <laughs> I am a man who loves his sacks. That doesn't surprise me I've at all. I've noticed that about you. I'm not well, we started right, so out classy back. today. What's the rest of our agenda? <laughs> uh, yeah, so uh, we are between books, so there isn't much release-wise to talk about. So the biggest news is that War Machine Weekend was just last week, two weeks ago now? I lost track of time. Like three weeks. Three, three weeks? weeks ago, yeah. I don't know. I'm still recovering from it. But War Machine Weekend. Yes. Uh, Katie, you did not go. I did not go. So you don't have much to say about War Machine I, Weekend. I do not. Good Anything story. interesting happened not at War Machine Weekend? Oh, my dog peed on my bed. That was fun. <laughs> I'll take that as a no. <laughs> 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 All right, so that, so that happened. Um, anything else? No. No, I mean it was. That's got to be the highlight of the weekend. I assume yeah. we can't top that. Clearly, no. It was during. It was part of it was during the week, so I couldn't take off of work, so I wasn't able to go. You take you off know, of work because of your dog peed no, on your bed? I would like to officially <laughs> say that that's the only reason Keith managed to win the Invitational. Because if you'd gone down there, oh, yeah. right. he was oh, fucked. Clearly. Yeah. <laughs> was that one? one? That, that was the one that, that we're allowed. One of In the rules of the uh, FCC, <laughs> you're allowed one F word, and then you're still PG-13. And only mild nudity and mild sex. <laughs> yes. Well, that's Only why. side boob. Yes. <laughs> or a quick flash of a boob. They can't see that's on the podcast, sexually... but n- only two of us are wearing pants right now. <laughs> and only one of them is wearing it on their legs. <laughs> I like pants. Oh, pants. God. <laughs> Red right. Hot Chili Peppers used to do that. They used to perform just wearing a sock, and Flea would wear his as a hat. That doesn't That's a big enough. sock. It was like a tube sock. He would stretch it over his head and whatnot. That wasn't the sock I was talking about. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yeah. So somebody that was at War Machine Weekend. Nathan? I, I assumed you were going oh, Okay, next. I, I got to go, go clockwise. Next. So fine. Went to War Machine Weekend. I went O2 drop in the last chance qualifier because I'm really good at this game. <laughs> I then proceeded to lose a couple of Iron Arena games against uh, Ben, 
Rizlov from our local meta, who we call him Killbox, and played another guy from like another you meta. Explain the story of why you kill, call him Killbox. Oh, so. right. All right. So Ben Rizlov, he killbox himself, killboxed himself while winning. Spoiler. Wow, what a great story! <laughs> he was winning, just crushing someone at a Mayhem Cup. And then he killboxed himself for no apparent reason because, you know, he's good at the game. Tangentially, the best killback story I've ever uh, encountered happened two tourneys ago down in Chicago. Really? Where uh, somebody was playing with lanterns and they had their feet up and the opponent's caster shot at lanterns and missed and was poltergeisted backwards two inches out of the killbox. Oh, wow. So that was fun. Is that uh, Mordecai, is it? Uh, yeah, yeah, he's the one that's poltergeist. Yeah, so so the caster totally just killboxed himself by missing and that was just <laughs> hilarious. That's pretty good. Yeah, I haven't seen that happen yet. Uh, what else did I do at War Machine Weekend? I played the crap out of Seven Wonders. We played, like, I don't know, seven or eight games. I played some Blood Bowl Team Manager. You know, super War machine stuff. I did play, at the very end, the last day I played in the hardcore... I don't know what they called it. The single list. The metal, single the, list, 25 points. Uh, oh, the like the Highlander yeah, style like the Highlander. one? It was Highlander uh, style. I think they called it There Can be Only Be One or something. Yeah, something like that. It was Highlander, but was, with infinite Jackson Beasts. It was... Highlander. Yeah, well, you could only have one of each type of jacket of beast. Yeah. Hence oh, the yeah. name Highlander. Yeah. So anyway, yeah, yeah, but they didn't one. call it Highlander. That's why I asked them, like, what is this thing? And they're like, it's Highlander. And I was like, oh, yeah, well, but it was called that something was else. a needless extra stuff. So anyway, I played in that. I went, like, three and two, so I actually got some wins on the weekend. And then watched lots of games, watched some of the final games for the qualifier, stuff like that. So, good weekend. Oh, sweet. Sweet. So, I guess they're going over to me. Everyone's staring at me now. Yeah. Um, my, my weekend consisted of having, the, in the 75-point event... <laughs> uh, 75 point event of running four Mountain Kings with uh, Doom Shaper and Grim Angus uh, with a Winter Troll and base minimum of Creel Stones. Uh, unfortunately, I didn't get signed up right away, so I ended up with a buy first round. Second round, I ended up taking on uh, Haley 2 and Nemo 3. <laughs> In which I murdered Nemo three pretty easily, and lapse lapse of the mind ended up uh, not putting banishing word on my final Mountain King that was close to the Haley, and she just time bombed him for the rest of the game and <laughs> putting on scenario. Uh, my third game, which was not going well for me, I was taken on. Uh, I always said that a purification caster would be my downfall with my Mountain King list, and I ended up taking on the Harbinger. And uh, Vindictus. Luckily, she's got a really small control area, so you didn't have to worry about purification very much. Yeah, yeah, not not at all. And didn't have to worry about any weapon masters that were coming towards my way that were also uh, uh, got the uh, spell from Harbinger and Vindictus, so they all had screaming up the board from 15 miles away. So super good matchup for you. Yeah, that was awesome. Yeah. And then I got called into work. So <laughs> so I couldn't actually finish the match. I had to concede my match after I lost like two Mountain Kings to him. I'm like, oh, good game. You earned this. And then I went to work. <laughs> and that was pretty much the rest. Oh, wait. No, no. Hold on. I had Who's the Boss overnight Friday night, um, which was all night. The demand for that was immense. Um, so much that Carl asked me to run Who's the Boss again on Saturday night, which the demand for that was immense. So my my War Machine weekend was mostly sleeping during the day and running Who's the Boss at night. And we're going to go more over what Who's the Boss is later for those three people who still don't know. Yeah. yeah that thing's catching <laughs> And for all one listener. Fire. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're welcome, Jeff. <laughs> <laughs> 
Anything else, Andy? No, that's pretty much my War Machine weekend. (laughs) My Um, parents are going to listen. I'm going to send them an email and say, I want to feel special listening to my podcast. (laughs) And they're like, why do you sound so nasally? (laughs) And also, you're already Who's that lady claiming to be Nathan? (laughs) So, go over to Carnage. Oh, yeah, I was there, too. I played some War Machine on the first day. I went two. I went two and one in the Invitational or the qualifier. I wasn't good enough to play the Invitational, but two and one, and I dropped. I lost to Walter in the third round, and then I decided that War Machine is fun. But I had I decided to hang out with the Focus and Fury crowd for the rest of the weekend. And since they're a big War Machine crew, we played board games the rest of the weekend. <laughs> played. I was part of the ten hours of playing Seven Wonders with Nigel and those guys, and playing Game of Eclipse. Oh yeah, that reminds me. I played Eclipse. Nigel is a backstabbing asshole, or not? Not Nigel. Yeah, Beanish. Is that Nigel? Beanish and Nigel are two different people. Oh, That's why Nigel. one of them's named Beanish. Beanish is a backstabbing jerk. Yeah, well, he's all. Well, speaking of which, we played like twelve hours of Werewolf one night with him. But good. By the way, good job, Beanish, for not peeing on anybody. <laughs> I want to just a shout out to you. Congratulations. <laughs> We're always proud of you. Don't peeing on us. <laughs> And then on uh, Sunday, I actually I, I spent most of the weekend just hanging out, playing random board games in the hall, and just chatting with a lot of people. It was pretty much my War Machine weekend, which was very relaxing and fun. I was a little burnt out on scoring, so I just kind of took a back seat and just had fun chatting with people all weekend, because there are good people there. One, one thing I, I've heard about War Machine weekend is even if you don't play a whole lot of War Machine, it's still a fun time, because people do play so many games, and... If you're into drinking, there's a lot of drinking, I've been told. Um, And plus, this last time, we had a superstar there, right? Or no, that was uh, the one that... uh, Oh, Fat Asian. He was there. He yeah, did make he an appearance. There. He was signing autographs. Yeah, he was signing autographs. Yeah, yeah. 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 Was, he had a small entourage, but yeah. he was still... His was, female fan club, which yeah. we, enjoy, we all enjoyed. Uh, his Justin Bieber moment. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's true. It is a misnomer. Like, War Machine Weekend, you don't have to play a single minute of War Machine to have fun there. Like, it's it, it's pretty crazy. Like, I'm sure I spent the majority of the week... I, mean, I played a metric ton of War Machine. I played uh, in the 75 point, all the whole thing. Uh, I played the Theme Force tournament all the way through. I played Who's the Boss one night, and I still probably played more not War Machine because I played Werewolf all night with Beanish one night, and then we played uh, um, the Resistance like the next day for hours and hours and hours, and then there's all that Seven Wonders and Eclipse. I mean, the game, it's just a great gathering. It's just 250 some awesome people giving each other booze and playing board games and having a blast. It is the best War, War Machine convention that, I, yeah. that I've gone to, and I've gone to almost. I have not gone to Temple Connor or Lock and Loaded, but I've gone to every other one, and it's my favorite. Yep. It was very fun. Yes. It was you know, it was definitely it was the probably the best war machine weekend I've been to in in the three years I've been going to it. So Yeah, and that's saying a lot, because it's not like yeah. we've gone to one and be like, man, that was horrible. You know what I mean? They're always worth going to, so anybody who's on the fence should make the drive. This is the first this one from Madison to not want a free random army though, I was a little sad by that. Yeah. But that's okay. I want a battle foam tray. Well, that count? That's true. something. Did and you ever you, get it modified to fit your calf? Uh, no, we're just using it as a generic, uh, tray to carry around, uh, cause my, my girlfriend, uh, paints my models, so whenever, whatever she's working on, she's just using it as, like, a carrying tray, yeah. and so it's big enough to also throw a bunch of paints and brushes and stuff in, it's kinda handy. Nice. MacGyvering it up. Yep. Very cool. I mean, yeah, no, speaking of me playing War Machine, um, I did play in the, the Theme Force event, and the, uh, Who's the Boss, the thing I learned at Who's the Boss is that it's really, they... The game should not allow Epic Haley or Haley to uh, to bond a, a bronze back. That's just a little bit too good and probably shouldn't be allowed. 
uh, especially when my caster is a tree who is auto-hit in melee and can't transfer damage. <laughs> so so that game took 45 seconds. Uh, that's a blast. Um, but then the, the, the big one for me, and really, honestly, I almost didn't go to War Machine Weekend, <clears throat> uh, but I went there specifically so that I could play in the two-caster 75-point list because for the last two years, uh, I've been planning to play my 14 Vanguards list. And, and that was a, that was a goddamn blast. Um, I didn't care win or lose. I was just giggling the whole time deploying two feet wide of base to base vanguards across from my opponent. Um, for, for those who didn't see the post, it's, uh, it's, uh, Shay has a nomad and then there's Ayana and Holt, uh, Commodore and Rock Bottom. So that's just, they're just a little damage buff bot so he can shoot out POW 22 sprays or, or POW 24 sprays. So that's sexy. Um, and then, uh, Bart with 14 vanguards. And so Shay casts Coop Domain, they all charge for free, and then Bart battens all of them, and I giggle like a schoolgirl as people try to get through 14 armor, 22, 26 box infantry models. Um, <laughs> yeah, but my, actually, my favorite moment of playing that is I, so I play the first game, and I'm laughing, and we're having fun, and I played against um, uh, uh, Brian from Iowa, right? He got the, the Explosivo um, uh, Sportsmanship Award? Yeah. Yes. Um, yeah. Yep. I played against him, who, uh, by the way, if you ever see his Crick's Army, it's amazing. It's all pumpkin-themed. Yep. Uh, oh, I played his, him. His Dargraith, or however you pronounce it, because it's some Irish pronunciation, uh, is the Headless Horseman. He's holding the pumpkin in the hand that's normally a pointing. It's really sweet. But I played against him, and he was very sad because he looked at my list, and he thought to himself, gee, pirates, infantry swarm. So he got out his list that had all bile thralls and everything. And then I set down, tw- like, 17 jacks, and he started to cry. So so that was a lot of fun. Um, Surprisingly, but, no one metagamed the 14 Vanguard list very well. <laughs> well, what I said in my battle report is that I'm going to bring this again next year, and the year after that, and the year after that, and anybody who wants to metagame against it, go ahead, but I think metagame against it is the only thing dumber than actually playing it. <laughs> well, you had some, I mean, you, your, your first round was pretty light, right? You only had to take on E. Gatsby? Yeah, it was only uh, uh, Denny 1, Gatsby 2. Too. I mean, yeah. that's an easy... I mean, come on. Those guys suck. Like, I'm pretty <laughs> sure those are two of the worst casters in the game. You did seem a little yeah. ecstatic after what one of the What is metagaming? Metagaming is when, like... So, like, Keith won War Machine Weekend, and let's say we all knew that Keith played... Well, he used to play uh, Gatsby 2 all the time. So if you knew you were going to go to this tournament and knew Keith was going to be there, and if you thought Keith was the big threat, you would build a list specifically tailored to be a, the best possible matchup against Gatsby 2. So that you know going in there you got his number. You don't have to worry about it. Which that. is really easy to do, by the way. I mean, yeah, yeah, because, well, he's got a couple good, like, well, I mean, as continue that example is, um, uh, Haley one has the no charging in my control area spell. So if she casts that, his feet literally does nothing. He doesn't get to feet the entire game because the models he brings back has to charge. So if you knew you're going to face Egaspi, you would bring Haley one specifically so that when Keith sat across the table, you would automatically win that matchup or force him to use his other list. That is metagaming. Ah. Yes. We should. It's really fun. I know some people who read the forums who love when you, you give a term and you give it the wrong description. We should just describe so Metagaming is when you download a list off the internet without coming up with it on your own. <laughs> okay. Yeah. That's and then when called. you switch factions rapidly, that's called net decking. And oh, God. <laughs> now the three people that we're going to listen to us aren't. But no, um, <laughs> Jeff's still there. No, my, yes, we are down to our zero, zero listeners. Goodbye, Jeff. Uh, but no, my best moment is I'm sitting there. The second game I'm deploying against um, uh, Ben from uh, uh, Chicago. No, not Ben. What the? Yeah, Ben oh, Ling. Ben, ben Ling. Ben Ling. Ben Ling. Ben Ling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but anyway, so I'm deploying, and I hear somebody from behind me go, oh, 
now that I see who it is, I make it makes sense. And I turn out it was just DC shaking his head in disbelief at the idiocy of my list. <laughs> so that just made my weekend as, as DC just being, yeah, I can get it. It's him. That guy's an idiot. Well, that's a good sign well, when someone like tells the guy who brought to go look at that list, crazy. Right? I went three and zero. Oh. Yeah, yeah I, so I wasn't went, that idiot. It, it turned out not to be my two test games. I was two and zero oh in my test games. Then I went three and zero oh in the tourney, and then we had a dinner break where I ran into a bunch of friends from around the country and drank way too much alcohol in a half an hour, um, and that plus not sleeping for like two days kind of caught up with me. So I went back and played like a moron. I mean, my next two opponents were good. I don't want to take that away from them. The uh, my fourth round opponent ended up winning the whole thing. So so obviously that I might have just lost anyway, but I did just hand him the game the, uh, he did not have to work for it that was like, brian white right yeah it was brian white like he I, I went up and i'm like i'll just put a vanguard on either side of bart and put right in the front line so that he can double feed on me with severius and magnus so i can't move and i get no focus next turn and there's an avatar five inches away from me turns out that's bad Bad. Yeah, yeah. Having no focus five inches from an avatar isn't good for your caster. Uh, good news, though, is that I, you know it's two casters, so all I lost was Bart and 14 vanguards, so I still had Shay and a Nomad. <laughs> well, they were hiding behind 14. Commod- Come on, you had the yeah. Commodore cannon still. Yeah, let's, yeah. let's be honest. Yeah, I had like seven points against his entire <laughs> army of Menoth Jacks. That was good for me. Speaking of DC, he also walked by my, my Four Mountain Kings list, and he gave me a, a couple of the War Machine Weekend uh, to- wooden tokens, too. Yeah. He was like, that's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> so, so, uh, so that was War Machine Weekend. Yeah. yeah. I I, yeah. Pretty much, yeah, it was all, good times all around. Yep. Can't wait for next year. No, nope, sure I Carl will I do did well. like the new location. It was quite nice. Yeah, it was. The hotel it was, nice. was nice. The location yep. was nice. And, I hop across the street. This is a nice thing. And, and right next to a Jack in the Box. Yeah. I did not go to Jack in the Box. I did not see a Jack in the Box. I didn't see it. No, no, Jack in the Box. Uh, Steak and Shake. Yeah. Holy. Okay, Steak and Shake. That I believe. Well, it was was like Burger Central because there was a Steak and Shake 10 feet away, a Five Guys Burger 20 feet away, and a Fuddruckers 30 feet away. It was just like if you want a burger, you are not hurting for options. And the worst Denny's I've ever been in in my life, which is saying a lot. That is saying a lot. We walked in the front door and smelled like old people. That explains a lot. I did not order any food. Were they cooking old people there? Yes, yes. Yeah. Delicious Soylent Green. Oh, that was the other thing See, I did at Warm Machine Weekend. How would you weekend. know if it was you delicious if you didn't eat it? Uh, because the people who did order food had like two bites and then stopped eating. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. You could ask the people who were there. It, it sounded too, pretty it bad. Quick, let's call him right now. Surprise yes, call, call Brian White and Keith and a few of the other people <laughs> and ask them. Welcome to the podcast. How was your food? What? <laughs> <laughs> who is this? <laughs> okay, both Carnage and I forgot to mention the other awesome thing that happened at War Machine Weekend. We went and saw Wreck-It Ralph. Which, for the record, is an amazing movie. I was very enjoyable. Well, Scott John C. Riley, he's good. Yeah. yeah. Well, it was it was just like really, really well done. Like it was fantastic. And it was one of the things where Sarah Silverman. It was kind of she was really great. I mean, I don't like her that much in general, but she was amazing. In yeah, movie. she it was, was kind of like in Finding Nemo with what's her name was funnier than she should have been. Generous. Alan, yes. yes. In person, she's kind of dumb, but she's amazing in Finding Nemo. Yeah. Well, when you don't see effect. her, she's funnier. Yeah. So <laughs> what, do you, what, hit or miss, what are you like, saying? Uh, no comment. <laughs> but yeah, so that was also fantastic. I highly recommend Wreck It Ralph. <laughs> you skipped way down. You weren't supposed to recommend stuff yeah, yet. We're not Too late. Yeah. You know what? I could recommend things whenever I damn well please. Okay. Right. Now right. we're, how we're many, all. How many? Just unplug your microphone. How many dams do we get for a PG thirteen? <laughs> a lot. I don't give a damn. <laughs> okay. So fine. Bring us back to the agenda. Borderlands. No? no, that's down. Well, we can talk about that. It doesn't matter. Borderlands is awesome. Borderlands that's, two. We should. Borderlands talk about. two. Borderlands one is also oh, awesome. awesome. Borderlands but... one is great. <clears throat> Borderlands two is awesome. A huge part of our group slowed down our war machine playing when that game came out. Yeah. Also, we would have recorded this a month ago if it wasn't for the fact that every single evening, we're like, should we? Uh, should we record the podcast? No, Borderlands. 
yeah. playing Borderlands. Three since. out of the last four Sundays, I may have spent ten plus hours playing Borderlands with you yeah. and Jim. Yeah. Yeah. I I work, sleep, and play Borderlands, and there's almost literally maybe an hour of the day that I'm not doing one of those three things. That's <laughs> time for masturbating, right? Yeah. Uh, I can do those during the other three things. You haven't seen me at work. <laughs> or heard him playing Borderlands. Get <laughs> 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 your mic's on, please. Please turn it off. Oh, oh God. <laughs> I, did, I, um, I did play Borderlands earlier today. I hopped online and uh, uh, Menoth John, the uh, who our local Menoth John. No, not our local Menoth John. Oh, really? The one who used to be a press ganger. Oh, okay. uh, who Menoth John on the forums. Yeah, Menoth John on the forums. He did uh, all Lost the other from Lost Hemisphere and everything. He was on there, and so I hopped on, and I had I'd played with him previously, uh, like a month or two ago, and, and I yelled at him for not having a microphone. So at War Machine Weekend, I told him he should get a microphone. He's like, I don't have a USB microphone. And I'm like, didn't you do podcasts like with a USB microphone? He's like, oh yeah, I guess I do have a microphone. So I popped on with him this morning, and he did not have a microphone, so I couldn't talk to him. So I'm like, shoot once if you can hear me. And I didn't see him shoot, so I assumed he couldn't hear me. And then we played for like another hour, and then later on I found out he could hear me. <laughs> so it's just really lucky I didn't do anything for like that hour, like <laughs> thinking that he couldn't hear me. Because I could have – that could have been really, really bad. <laughs> the fun thing what, about – What? What? How, I need more details. <laughs> well, I'm just saying, like, not just – my hands were busy with the controller, so nothing like that. But just like, wow, this guy's a f- an idiot. Like, way to suck at the game, John. I'm glad nobody likes you, blah, blah, blah. Like, I could have been shouting that stuff uh, as as he was failing at the game. But instead, I was saying uplifting spiritual things, which turned out to be good because he could hear me the whole time. Uh-huh. Also, I fell off a cliff, so I couldn't revive him, and he died. And I apologize for that. Okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> oh. So, that game's amazing. Anyone who doesn't have it should buy it. No, buy it was it a great now. game. I, like, when, I, when, I, when I bought Diablo 3, I was excited and I had a little bit of fun for like a couple of weeks, but nowhere near the level of... I mean, I've played 100 to 200 hours of Borderlands of 2, and I'm not slowing down. Yeah. Like, yeah. Diablo 3, I played for a good 20 to 30 hours, and I'm like, eh, and I'm bored. Yeah. And I, yeah. I got sucked into XCOM really, really hard, and I still played the crap out of Borderlands 2, even though I got XCOM after I got Borderlands Which 2. is another amazing game. Yeah, it is another amazing game, but it's not Borderlands 2. Yeah, most of us all play on PS3, so if, yeah. if you guys want to look us up, just uh, PM us on the forums. Yep. Or mention it. I think most of us have the same username as what we normally use. Well, not Nate. Nate's Asphyxius. Yeah, I'm Asphyxius, but... which I'm shocked wasn't <laughs> taken. Yeah. yeah. I'm Major Tusks. Yeah. So you know, if you guys want to come play with us, we'll be we'll be playing Borderlands. Yep, it's I'll be playing fun. the melee class Zero, which may be the only class in the game that's bad. Like it's just bad. Yeah, yeah, I that just was die like, all decision. the time. Yeah, it's terrible. Which, which Although in defense, you have of, to have in defense the right of your horrible sh- decision is before the game came out when like the skill trees hit the internet and you could look at them, I'm like, oh boy, this branch yeah. looks cool, and yeah. I was really excited about it. So I'm glad you did it first yeah, and yeah, found out it's terrible. Awful. Yeah. If you have the love thumper shield, it's actually pretty good. That's the love thumper shield. <laughs> Are you being paid by, like, Hyperion <laughs> to shield their shields? Yeah. <laughs> it's amazing. Cripple Sits, a podcast is brought to you by the Hyperion Corporation. <laughs> and of our three listeners, one of you just got that. Yeah. <laughs> and you're, this is hilarious. <laughs> These guys get me. That's because, mathematically because the is, hilarious. Because the thing is, we're doing a War Machine podcast, and there's a model kind Hyperion, and you're forgetting that as you talk about a Borderlands 2 Hyperion Corporation. I wasn't, no. <laughs> Don't you judge me. <laughs> I like that you explain jokes, though. Yeah. That's my favorite part. I know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's true. No, I didn't get it. It's Please, more belaborous detail. It is mathematically hilarious. Ha ha ha. So who else has anything else to say about Borderlands 2, as long as we're on the topic? I like the horse. 
Yes. You mean, what, what, what's the horse's name, Katie? Like butt fart. <laughs> <laughs> no, the animals are known as boner farts. That is true. The horse's name is butt, butt stallion. stallion. Because this is a classy, classy game. a horse game. made out of diamonds. Yes. Clearly. He's rich. Not yeah. surprisingly. I the horse isn't rich. No, the owner is rich. No, the owner is rich. He's the also the good guy. The horse could be rich. He's also the good guy. The horse would be rich by association, right? That's true. Well, yeah. Rich spiritually. He probably gets really good food. Yeah. But yeah. It's a good game. What do you eat if you're I made really out of hope diamonds? they have Butt Stallion in one of the DLCs. Oh, that would That'd be, be amazing. amazing. It would oh be. Oh my gosh. It's kind of like I was really excited when they had the Bandage Man in the DLC for Fallout New Vegas because they talked about him so, so much. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, Butt Stallion needs to be a DLC. Yeah, that would be pretty good. There's a lot. I mean, when I, when I go to the forums, because, you know, that's really important to do for a game you like because that's what you do. Yeah. There's always threads about Butt There's a lot of Butt Stallion threads. You saw that picture of Butt Stallion, right? They took a My Little Pony. And they like covered. They did like somebody took it in paint, like covered it in diamonds, and then mounted Handsome Jack on it. So yeah. Handsome Jack's riding a My Little Pony made out of diamonds. The only actual funny thing about a pony, but My Little oh, but Pony, yeah, that's not true. The yeah. people that watch it. No, no. What's funny <laughs> about My Little Pony is the twelve-page thread on the Focus and Fury forums with people arguing about My Little Pony. Oh, oh that's funny. That thread Here's is the most the thing. funny thing in the world. I watched My Little Pony when it first came out because you're a girl. And that's allowed. Yeah, that's yes. allowed. That's true. <laughs> and it's weird to me. That grown men watch this show. <laughs> so, well, it isn't the watching. No, it I avoided. The watching. No, it, I avoided the thread. But, but I will say this is my opinion on it: is there's a lot of really good quote unquote kid shows. Like Adventure Time is an awesome show. It's hilarious, and so on and so forth. Like Flosters yep. was funny. I mean, even Powerpuff Girls. Like as a grown man, Powerpuff Girls was funny. That's a legitimately intelligent, humorous show. So I have no problem with guys watching Powerpuff Girls. It's when they wear pony ears and and call themselves. You know, fancy things, and they See, even the avatar, like you know, that's there's, there's borderline people, funny. I mean, but that's tolerable. That's that's not, there's no adult humor, at least in the old ones. It was like well, not in the like, new one. You there should is. you should share, and we all love each other. So you're not talking about the new one. I've seen like two episodes. Well, see, you, you, you're, I mean, we all, I mean, you're not educated for this debate. I am not, but I I feel like the old school stuff is more important. <laughs> Basically, feel free to watch. So feel free to to enjoy the show. But when you make it your identity, then well, it's getting a little are, weird. People are making their models based off you know sculpting their models to like yeah. have the color scheme and symbols of the point. That gets kind of weird. Yeah. It is on Netflix, though, for anyone who is interested in watching this show. <laughs> and now Katie is showing. <laughs> so basically, you're not allowed to watch it. You should feel bad if you like it. By the way, here's how you can watch it. <laughs> hey, I don't want to discriminate. Okay. Hey, I'm a helper. You're jumping ahead here, too, in the agenda. Yeah, you're recommending things. You're I'm recommending. not recommending. For that. I am not recommending. She recommended am... not watching it. That's no. a recommendation. I said it was weird. I didn't say whether you should watch it one way or another. <laughs> feel free to do it. You'll just be a freak. <laughs> Good Moving to on. Moving Good to on. Anyway. So yeah, Borderlands Two, good times. We all play it; it's awesome. Yes. Um, yeah. Anything else? Super awesome. Uh, we were this is a good time actually to talk about. Uh, you, you wanted to fill in more information about who's the boss because uh, there were two of them at War Machine Weekend, um, and I know yes. it's kind of spreading. Uh, more and more people, especially like on the PG forums and stuff like that, have asked for guidance on how to run it. So as as basically the inventor of the uh, the, I, I the event. Well, you know, I mean, it was a Madison-originated thing, so you're welcome, America, for anything else we'd never do. You're welcome for who's the boss. But uh, Andy's the big man who usually runs it, so hear from him about the concept of it, how to do it, what it's all about. That's, that's it. Who's the boss. That's Andy. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> uh, well, no, uh, we've got another who's the boss coming up here. Uh, well, firstly, what is it? What is it? Just what? what uh, is who's the boss? What is it? The, like I said, my parents are listening, and I, they don't know. And well, Jeff might have forgotten. I can, I can quickly explain the origins of, of Who's the Boss, kind of how it came about yeah. um, with our with our gaming group. 
Um, it was back in Mark One. We were talking about like what would be the the absolute. Uh, we were kind of going over like some of the the troll casters and that, and talking about how pretty much Mark One troll casters kind of sucked, and trolls were really bricky back then. And uh, we thought it was like, wow. In this, I think right around the time that Xerxes came out, and you're like, wow, if Xerxes was a troll blood caster, he would be the best in the world. I mean, he, his feet gives everybody plus armor. Uh, they get additional attacks per initial swing that they have. He's got martial S- discipline for the brick unpacking. Martial discipline. I missed the plus one attack off topic. Yes. <laughs> so, I mean, you mix them up with Trollblood Champions in Mark One, so they have Concert and that feat. Oh, my good lord. And uh, Jim, who was at the time, he was the one playing the Trolls, we thought, like, we should make an event where this could possibly happen. And that's that's pretty much the whole origin of, of who's the boss. From that point on, um, I took a look at my collection. Yeah, <laughs> we're looking at his collection. <laughs> it's ridiculous. <laughs> I looked at my collection. I saw I was only missing maybe like twenty to thirty casters, and I'm like, out of the ninety six that were at the time, and I'm like, yeah, I could, I could probably get these. So I hit Barter Town, and we decided that. We're trying to think of a way to run the event, and uh, I don't remember who came up with the, the Wheel of Fortune idea. Um, we had a lot of ideas. We were, we originally we were thinking of getting a bingo machine and just have the numbers pop out, <laughs> but we couldn't find a bingo machine that was, wasn't under like an insane amount of money. Yeah, they were all like ridiculous, like the lottery stuff. balls and that. Yeah. We would we wanted something like that, but that that would actually be a lot of fun. Have like a hundred twenty some balls in a machine and you just around. We <laughs> like balls. Yeah. Yeah. Nine toes has three balls. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> So uh, then it came down to building the Wheel of Fortune wheel, and then we tried to make some things that would fit on a Wheel of Fortune wheel, like free spins, bankruptcy. That's where that originally came from. It was fun with. to be in Menards trying to buy the materials for the wheel. And tr- whenever, whenever they would ask, what's this for? We're making a big wheel. What? How did you cut the wheel? Or did you just buy like a circle? It, we, a, it was a, a table. Uh, oh, yeah, that makes sense. The, well, the one we originally had, the, the new one, full handmade, right? Yes, yes, yeah. The, the, full, the original one was just a table. Yep, the the original one, yeah, was a just a kitchen table that uh, had a top on that we just took off, rebuilt the whole bottom, put a lazy susan underneath it. Uh, Jim, Jim spent, oh my god, Jim, who's absent on the forums, uh, plays Mercs as well, but uh, he. He spent, oh, God, like 40, 50 hours. He was conveniently hand, unemployed during that time. Yeah, <laughs> hand-painting the wheel, um, marking down all the all the spaces for the for for everything. So that wheel was, like, I think at 116 spaces total. And only weighed about 100 pounds. Yeah. <laughs> and it would not fit into norm, any normal vehicle. Yeah, it, transporting that thing was, was an issue. So when we got the new wheel... Commissioned from uh, Fool, who runs uh, Fool's Creations, makes those awesome uh, wooden boards that you see for transport trades for events. Um, Available online at Cool Mini or Yeah, at Cool Mini or not. There you go. I don't see. Nobody knows how to spell that. Cool Mini or oh. not. Cool Mini or not. Yeah. Okay, there you All go. All one word. Cool Mini or not. Dot com. Dot com. See, I didn't know what you yes. guys were saying. It's dot net. It, it sounded like a weird word. <laughs> it's dot com. <laughs> but you want to look for Fool's Creations over there. He yeah. has all of his transport trays and his cool yeah. or Google, you can double-decker Google. trays. You can literally Google Fool's Tray, and you'll find some other funny things also. But it will be one of the hits, because that's how I found it. <laughs> <laughs> but the idea of transportation, because we want to take this event to everyone, because every single time we ran this, it... 
easily became the best event that, at least what people have told me, is the best event they've ever been to. Yeah, well, it's, it's very it's very casual because since we still glossed over what it actually is um, in this whole origin story, is is you build a list without a caster, and then each round you get a random caster off the wheel, um, and and then that's what your army is. So you can just get crazy, crazy stuff like the Harbinger being a Legion warlock with like transfers and stuff like that, and then she gets to use uh, martyrdom to keep the Forsaken alive while they just walk towards the enemy caster and they cry in a corner. Um, so because such weird, random, broken stuff happens, it's super, super casual, which is why I know Andy's always very careful to call it an event, not a tournament. Because yes. man alive, does it not matter who wins or loses this thing. It's just there to, to laugh at, at, at the broken stuff. And sometimes it's broken the opposite way. Sometimes you just get garbage uh, yes. and your opponent gets, oh my gosh, the one, um, the over-the-top so- at War Machine Weekend was Belphegor. Bethany and Balfagor in a in a in a uh, uh, Menoth army yep, in a, protectorate, in a, a protectorate yep. army. So Bethany and Balfagor merged together as a Menoth warjack, getting the choir buff. Pretty good, yes. it turns out. <laughs> yes. And yes. then the we I mean the event itself because it's so casual. I mean Madison's a pretty competitive group, so having a nice relaxing event is really good for I don't know, just our general state of being. And then the the wheel, in addition to having the casters, has things like a free spin. We have a double cross icon where you literally can switch casters with whoever your opponent picks. And they may have got E. Haley and you got maybe Caliban, which is or a terrible Ca- thing. Or Cassius, who would have yeah, been useful. Or something. You can I sure would have switched them. that, yeah. <laughs> There's all sorts of other elements. I mean, the event, you always cook out. We and When we run it in Madison, we always run it in conjunction with a charity event for Toys with Tots. So people can buy the variety of uh, free spins or the double cross or all sorts of random shenanigans people can donate yeah. money for. We raised over $1,200 last year at the event. so we liked- Yeah, I, I think my favorite part of the event last year, and I know we're doing it a little differently this year, but I thought it was really funny. The, the guy who won the entire event, quote unquote, since you get points for things you can buy, he just – Dropped like 150 or 200 dollars in donations. It was just like I win. Like well, it was, it was, it was, it was like was, I win. It was a bidding war, literally. So yeah, like two guys were just like dropping money. And that's literally only the who, the one prize. I mean, there's a prize yeah. for fastest cash skill. There's a prize for all sorts of things. So literally, there's like 20 prize. It's like it's like you know, little league baseball. Everyone gets a prize when the thing is over. Jeff won a spoon. Yep. Jeff did win a spoon. Yeah. He, which he, he's proud of. He keeps. He is proud of that spoon. Yeah, he, he does, does. still have that spoon with him. <laughs> he, yeah. Could, yeah. he carried that that spoon in his bag for a very long time after that event. Not yeah. sure what he uses it for, but you know, <laughs> for spooning things. Obviously, <laughs> Jeff's good at spooning. I hear. <laughs> wow, that's yeah. mathematically hilarious. <laughs> Yeah, and then the funny thing is, too, like, it's a great event for newer players. It was the first quote-unquote event I ever went to when I started last year. And to give you an idea how bad I was then, I'm not much better now, but how bad I was then, I lost playing Retribution with Mage Hunter Assassins with Eve Lad's feet. Like, I got Eve Lad as my caster, Lad 2. Not only his feet, you also get Transference. I had Transference up and his feet, and I managed to get both of my Mage Hunter Assassins killed before I could feed on them, because I was that bad. Didn't you also get Shade that event? I did get Shade, and also died. You had Coupe de Main and all that stuff as well with the Red Army. Turns out I didn't know that that spell of his that makes range attacks minus 5 range, never even noticed it on a spell card. That spell's pretty good. I've heard that. Yeah, yeah. I've I heard would, that. I would cast that spell. <laughs> yeah. How could someone be that bad? That's the question I have. <laughs> and how could anyway. someone marry him? <laughs> you know, there's pity out there. Hey! <laughs> she lost a bet. What? Hey! <laughs> Clearly I'm just that good looking, and since we're on a podcast, they don't know whether I'm telling the truth. We'll post you- a picture on the site. <laughs> <laughs> 
But yeah, so it, it really is. Who's the boss? Fantastic event. It's really fun. Yeah. And speaking of doing it for, for the charity event, that is the next one coming up, correct? That is the next one. That's going to be happening over at Missy Mountain Games uh, December 1st. It's part of the May- Merry Mayhem event. Um, there's going to be a large raffle there. Uh, there's going to be some more prizes. We are going to be doing a different scoring system this time around to make the game even more casual than it was previously. Um, so it's it should be good. Good times are on this next time. Um, additionally, there is going to be another Who's the Boss event uh, going to be happening in January. Don't know the exact date yet, so I'll have to work it out with the folks down at the Dice Dojo down in Chicago. Yes. Yeah, for somebody who's going with disbelief, yes. I'm scl- I'm silently glaring at Andy. You can't actually tell. <laughs> it's, it wasn't it's a glare happen. so much as facial... Rage. You looked like you're having a stroke, in all honesty. <laughs> I, I was concerned. <laughs> no, but uh, the folks over at the Dice Dojo, they, they lent us a bunch of things for this next Who's the Boss. Uh, the, oh, additional thing about Who's the Boss, too. We haven't run it in the in the convention setting, uh, but we run special scenarios in our local meta for the event. So we'll have special tables set aside for with specific scenarios that you'll actually play on. Um, and get extra bonus points for for playing on those. Yeah. Um, and the guys at the Dice Social lent us uh, Death Clocks for War Machine Weekend, and they also lent us All Witcher Terrain for this next up- upcoming one. So yeah. that's why I'm doing it for them down in... And they lent me two Vanguards, which came did. in handy. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Spoiler, I do not own 14 goddamn Vanguards. <laughs> yet. <laughs> yeah, it is definitely yet. I had such a blast. I am indeed buying... I do like the idea of letting, letting, everyone, letting of everyone in a meta paint one differently for you. I, I've been trying to get people to do that. I think that'd be great. If you yeah. give me one, I'll paint one. I am also such a big nerd, it occurred to me that there are 14 members of Frodo's party in The Hobbit, so I plan to name all 14 of my vanguards after the 12 dwarves and Gandalf and Frodo. That makes Very me, nice. That makes me sad. That makes me sad as well. Like, I am depressed that I'm that kind of a person. I don't want to sit next to you anymore. Like, we just <laughs> mocked the My Little Pony painting people, and I'm going to name them all after dwarves. You sad, sad man. I feel like that's more acceptable... It's slightly more acceptable. I still want to use our second F word of the day, but I won't. At the end of the day. Maybe we're just defying gender stereotypes. I am. Can a girl watch G.I. Joe? Nope. (laughs) Okay, you win, I guess. That was my trump card. uh, You just just got Katie. Katie. I'm watching the audio pickup, and when any of the four of us talk, there's like audio, and then Katie talks, and I watch the line just kind of flatten out. I'm right next to the mic. But you're very quiet. These are just loud. She just taped the microphone right <laughs> to her chin. <laughs> Wait. Oh, oh, oh no. she's not. <laughs> Never mind. It was dirty. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, welcome to Crippled System, the podcast where all we do is laugh at ourselves for a half hour. Hope you okay. enjoy our pats on our own back. Half hour. I don't know if you've looked at that timer recently. 38 uh, and a half minutes. Yeah, That's see? Too bad. Well, in a half hour of that was masturbatorial laughter. <laughs> Speaking of, what's our next topic? Masturbatorial laughter. Now, um, next topic, you and Katie don't get to participate in because Aww. you already jumped the gun. Aww. You're done. So, uh, okay. All right. We'll give you a get out of jail yes. free card this one time. Score. And Katie uses it. Katie, Aww. is there anything just at all you think people should check out? Um... I feel like I've given my or given my recommendation earlier tonight, off mic. <laughs> you guys should take out the fire. <laughs> All right, then. All right. We're just going to gloss right, right over, over that, that one. Uh, <laughs> uh, 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 Jeremy. 
Uh, let's see. What would I recommend? I would recommend, actually, no lie, XCOM. I know I said this earlier, but it's probably a little less known than like Borderlands or Diablo 3 or whatever. But XCOM Enemy Unknown, fantastic squad-based tactical game. They don't make these anymore. Buy it, tell them it's good, so that they make more of them, because I love these things. Yeah, I've been playing... The original is my favorite game ever released, like, at all, for PC or any system, and I've been playing it pretty much... Like, there, I don't think there's been a month that I haven't played at least, like, one, like, hardcore session of it uh, in the last 18 years. Like, I've just continuously played that game and been recommending it for the last 18 years to people. Yeah. Um, you know, to the point where, like, I will, I will mention it, and, like, Jim will just roll his eyes and be like, yes, you've mentioned it, shut up. And so I was so thrilled when yeah. it came out, and and also so thrilled that everybody bought it and enjoyed it, because I was like, vindication! How yeah. much have you played of the new one? Um, it keeps freezing because my PlayStation 3 is dying, so I'm very, very sad. Yeah, I, I would recommend for that particular game, PC. I think yeah. it's just a better interface for it. And the other thing I would say is if you really want to enjoy the game the way I think it was designed to be played, you can practice on normal, but if you want to play the game the way it's designed to be played, where people die horribly and it's horrible and the aliens are always winning, you play Classic and you play Iron Man. Mm-hmm. Because because well, Iron Man means no saves, you don't get to go back, you, you screwed up, tough cookies, your people just die. Yeah. And Classic means, boy, do the aliens kick your butt just the whole game. So I would recommend it. Definitely not your first playthrough, but once you're ready to actually play the game the way it's intended to be played. And don't customize your soldiers until they've survived a couple of rounds. Oh, yeah. yeah don't yeah, get more away. Don't, don't, don't name your soldiers. I, I spent 20 minutes naming everyone, and then they die in five minutes. And then I spend, <laughs> start a new game, 20 minutes renaming them, then they die. Yeah. Then I swear, and I stop playing for an hour. <laughs> yeah, I have a hard policy that you don't get a name until you gain a rank in my game. <laughs> you must kill enough aliens to get to the rank of squatty, or you mean nothing to me. You yeah. are just meat fodder. <laughs> Uh, but no, actually, uh, speaking of playing in classic and whatnot, anybody who does play it or has played it and has enjoyed it, you can still get the original for like five bucks or something really inexpensive on Steam. Uh, so if you enjoy the, the new one or if you just like old school gaming in general, just drop the fin and, and download the original and, and have some fun with it. Yeah. So anyway, that's my recommendation. I'm out. Uh, my recommendation is actually, it's a little behind the times, although depending on if you have a cheap theater, it might be coming up there, and it probably will come out on DVD slash Blu-ray soon, but oh my god, did I love Dread. Uh, Dread was one of the best movies I've seen recently, it was a lot, it was, it was exactly what it needed to be, you know, I like, like for example, one of my favorite movies of all time, and I think one of the best movies ever made is is Galaxy Quest, and I say that, I say that like, you know, people are like cinema stars or whatnot, they roll their eyes, and it's like, that movie is is flawless. It didn't try to be Citizen Kane. It tried to be Galaxy Quest, and it was perfect at being Galaxy Quest. And Dread's the same way. It was perfect at being Judge Dread. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And it, especially, like, any Judge Dread fan, like, you know, Andy Andy loved it just because yes. he's a huge Judge Dread fan. Um, uh, the, the one I liked it, too, and it hadn't even occurred to me until I then saw this other film on HBO a little bit ago, was it feels a lot like the first RoboCop. Uh, it's very similar in tone and gore level, like the over-the-top, somebody gets shot and they just, you know, vaporize uh, <laughs> style where, where it's gory yet comedically gory at the same time, but it doesn't ruin the mood. Uh, it, it's that similar style of Paul Verhoeven yes, violence. Yeah. I, yeah, I really like Paul Verhoeven uh, films. I One thing I really liked about the new Judge Dredd was, was that it was, wasn't uh, – it was really just like another day in the life of Dread. It wasn't something that like he's going to go and save the entire world or save all of Mega City. No, he just had a drug bust and there was some resistance. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's about it. I mean, there's yeah, yeah. And I'm hoping that it does really well on DVD or Blu-ray so we can possibly see a sequel. It didn't do very good in the theaters, and I think 
we could thank Sylvester Stallone for that. Yeah. I mean, originally, before it came out, the, the makers were saying that all they wanted it was for it to break even. And if it broke yeah. even, they'd do a sequel. And it's, I mean, between um, overseas and between the DVDs and everything, it will break even. I mean, it's actually, even the movies that bomb, it's hard not to break even eventually. Like, yeah. like Waterworld has gained money over time. Like, it actually did profit eventually. <laughs> well, and that but you have awful. to take in the like, time value of money at that point, right? Right, right, yeah. Yeah, so, that one did take its sweet ass time. It, and, uh, it plays on even. TNT quite a bit. Yes, <laughs> and it did take a lot of money to make that movie. Then too, if we're taking that time period of mine yeah. of, of money. Yeah. yeah. Also, pro tip: if you need a tattoo on a little girl, just skin her. Like they didn't need the little girl. I'm talking about Waterworld, not Dread here. Right. Yeah, just she was annoying, and you're a pirate. Just take the map and throw her overboard. Pro tip. <laughs> To any of our listeners, Jeff, Jeff, if you ever need someone's tattoo but don't need the person, just kill them. You're already the villain. Well, the thing is, you could probably just copy the tattoo and then just toss yeah. her overboard. Yeah. yeah, it wasn't like some w- weird magnetic tattoo that like changed wherever she was in the world. They did it have was just a plain old tattoo that, yeah, they could just wrote down in someplace else. Like, oh, go, go on your way, kid. Thanks a lot. <laughs> or wouldn't you want to go find the tattoo artist that actually made that tattoo? Well, you have to assume that he's already dead. Mm, Just yeah. for the record, you guys are now making me want to go watch Waterworld. I judge all of you. <laughs> I just don't that did not it. make that me is... want to watch the movie at all. Yeah. Yeah. If that made you that want you... to watch yeah. it, yeah. you're yeah. very no. gullible. Now, now I'm thinking about it. I'm like, now I want, you know what's been so long? I don't remember half the shit in Waterworld. I want to go watch it again. You don't okay. want yes. to remember it's it. That's like saying I finally managed to block out that horrible traumatic no. memory of no. being so, mugged and beaten. I want to be beaten again. No. So, <laughs> so you're changing your request that you're gonna or your recommendation? That no, you're gonna go. no, I did not change my recommendation. I personally am now going to go watch Waterworld, and I blame all of you. Did I mention earlier that you're bad? <laughs> Before I was implying War Machine, now I just mean life in general. <laughs> You are a failure. I feel like that reflects poorly on me. When it does. It does situation. reflect poorly on you. <laughs> Katie, I love you, but look at him. Wow. You've chosen that. Wow. This man who wants to watch Waterworld, you pledged your life. And, his yellow and you teeth. have to live with that. See, he didn't tell me that up front. Right. I'm just, I'm just finding this out now. That is a deal breaker. Like, that should be a, like your, your prenup. You're like, <laughs> if it turns out you want to watch Waterworld, I get everything. You're homeless, except you get a Waterworld DVD. So, do you have to rec- rec- recommend her a good lawyer then? Yeah. <laughs> recommendation. All right, fine. Move on with your recommendations. Se- secretly, J- Jeremy wants a map tattoo. Yes. <laughs> map to wear. So I guess my turn. Well, since someone's recommended a game and someone's recommended, what have you recommended? I forgot. A movie. A dread. movie. Dread. Yeah. It's like hours ago. <laughs> I got bored. I took a nap. I will recommend a book or a series of books, I guess. Uh, in the week, the 15th Dresden Files book comes out, and that series is amazing. It's just a fun, quick read. It's kind of like Twilight. No, oh, <laughs> Everyone's like, oh, my God. <laughs> that was a joke. The humor is used sometimes in a way to make things funny. No, Dresden Files is an amazing book series about a wizard in Chicago. Wait, wait. It sounds ridiculous humor as well. Humor is made to make things funny? I know. In my day, comedy had a beginning and an end. <laughs> Borderlands reference. <laughs> But no, I'm going to recommend the Dresden Files books because they're an amazing book series, and it takes you about a day to read them, and there's 15 of them. So if you start now, you can get, you get, you'll be ready for next week's book release, so the 15th <laughs> book in the series. So that's my recommendation of the day. Excellent. 
I haven't read them, but yeah, now I, I want to. I do like like when I first started reading them and I borrowed them. Uh, I was kind of worried because I read the first one and the first two, second one, and and they, there were a lot of cliches in it. Like you know the uh, Murphy at the beginning is very cliched with like oh he's the good guy, but then Murphy doesn't trust him. So there's that stuff and everything. But one thing he does super well and surprisingly well for what light reads there are is the characters all do grow and develop, and those cliches all evolve out of the cliches to become unique. Well, I mean it's about a wizard in modern times who deals with vampires and werewolves and those kind of things, and you think well that's kind of cheesy, but there's so many well, there's so many things nowadays where you see a vampire it sparkles well in in the world of dresden a vampire just kills you they're not nice things it's, it's more the classic horror monsters and like there's like there's multiple types of vampires there's like five species of werewolves there's a very in-depth world as far as that. And the characters are amazing i read a series of books by glenn cook who was about a detective in middle medieval times but after like nine books the characters were still the same and i was like i'm bored of this but in dresden it's amazing like where they are in book nine versus book three is ridiculous and I'll say, when I read the first book, I was like, this is good. Book two, this is pretty neat. Book three, I was like, holy crap, I need to buy the rest of these books and not stop reading them because I can't believe how good this series just got. So it's uh, it's it's just an amazing series. And if you like to read, and if you know how, <laughs> Jeff, you can do it, you will enjoy these books. <laughs> Jeff is like, wow, these guys just love me. They just keep talking about me. This is all we do, Jeff. 24 hours a day, we're talking about you. We can't stop. I'm not lying. This is actually serious. We talk about Jeff all the time. You can't see here. There's actually a poster of Jeff hanging up uh, next to the next to the table that we just look to for inspiration. At any rate, moving on to Andy. Oh, I, I was basically just bandwagoning straight on. You can't straight on to Nathan's That's Nathan's dread. No, someone no stole the book, a movie, and a, you know we're, we're running out of like things to recommend. It has to be completely different. Um. <laughs> I don't really have anything to recommend. There's I this was, cool webpage called going... Facebook you recommend. It's pretty uh, neat. It's new. We're on it's Facebook. New. And we're, we're on, on Twitter. I accidentally posted as us once. I, I, I didn't realize that I had that power to post as <laughs> Crippled Systems. So, like, there was a Crippled System event or whatever, and somebody was like, hey, are you going to make it? And I posted, I'm not going to be there. I'm working. And it was as Crippled System. <laughs> I'm like, oh, I better delete that. It's going to be really confusing. <laughs> No, I was I I, I kind of pointed to you, to you for dread because yeah. I I recommend that as well. I mean, I think that's kind of going back. We kind of touched on that a second ago, but everything about dread was just awesome. Everything it's just great. Very pleased with that movie, and I cannot wait for the Blu-ray. So I'm just going to watch it all the time. It's like Speed Racer. Actually, that's what I should recommend. That's Speed a really Racer. good movie. I was shocked at how good that movie is. Yep. The the story of, of Andy and Jim going and seeing Speed Racer is one of my favorite uh, uh, film-going well, stories ever. It was me and Nick were there. I mean, they came back. I swear to God, I thought they had done drugs. <laughs> <laughs> they came back so giddy. And excited, and they're trying to tell us about how they because they went to go see a different movie. Go see came, Prince Caspian, yeah, yeah. and people are like Jim always tells the story. It's like, yes, yeah, so we went to see Prince Caspian, and people are like, oh, how was it? He's like, I don't know, I've never seen it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. We went, uh, Jim, Jim, and I went to go see Prince Caspian. We we're sitting in the theater waiting for it. They pop up with a big sign that says, you know, turn off your cell phones. That screen never went away. They came in later on, said, hey, sorry. Uh, the theater is broken. Actually, all of the theaters over here are broken. The only thing working right now is the IMAX. Here's two free tickets that you guys can use later on. And if you really want to, you can go down to the IMAX and watch Speed Racer. Jim and I are like, nah, well, I, I guess we'll go check it out. And we walked out and watched Speed Racer. It's like bad. We could just walk out. It's a free movie. Well, oh my God. <laughs> Holy cow. Seeing that thing in the IMAX was amazing. <laughs> 
Then we travel back to the house. There was a kid after. dancing in the aisles at yeah. the end of the movie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we, we, we came back, and as, as Carnage said, yeah, he thought we were high. We convinced them to go see it, and we went to go see it immediately after that. Uh, so Jim and I saw Speed Racer on the IMAX twice. In, this, in the same day. Yeah, like we're 10 minutes apart. Because you yeah. live like five minutes away from the IMAX. So you yes. got home, threw them in your car, and went back to school. Yes. Yeah. When, you, when you see the IMAX, when you leave the theater, you think real life is very is lost color. Because the movie is so colorful and crazy. And in the IMAX, it's insane. And you walk, I, mean, I walked out like, why is everything so dull when I left the theater? Because it was not <laughs> as crazy as that movie. That yeah. might just be your life carnage. It could be. <laughs> well, normally, you're no. I don't. Think, in this case, I don't think so. It was a really well done movie. Yeah. It's yeah. hilarious. I, it's it, fun. It's, yeah. it's shockingly good. It's very pretty. Like, and it's now I have two movies a, to go watch. Yeah. Oh, the, I which mean, one I you legitimately should watch? Well, we're what? gonna watch it immediately after this. In okay. fact, we're, we're done here. We're gonna. We're <laughs> yeah. gonna. It's, yeah, we it's just, Speed Racer time. Yeah. yeah. We'll just call it. All right. So thanks for listening. We love you, Jeff. Bye. This is Major Tusk signing out. Nathan, radio fan. I forgot who I am. That's fine. I'm already out of this room. Speed racer yeah. time. Yeah, speed racer time. All right. Bye. And Jeremy and Katie. Bye. Bye.